everyone has a story to share that shapes the very foundations of who we are. And sometimes these stories become obstacles that we can't move past and we find ourselves stuck. A Modern Shaman is an original podcast series that shares these stories, the shit we all go through and the ability to overcome it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and become inspired as we share and find comfort in the stories that connect us. Join your hosts, Shaman Isabella and Kimberly Harlan, each week on A Modern Shaman as they explore ways for you to discover healing, growth, and joy. Learn how letting go of trauma can open up a world full of beauty that awaits us all. So, can we ask you, what's your story? This is A Modern Shaman. Hello and welcome back to another episode of A Modern Shaman. (laughs) I love doing that intro, I really do. It it's definitely like, turns me on. I know. It's like TV shows when we were kids. That's how they did it. That's that's how they introduced them. And uh, yeah, let's, let's yeah. just introduce uh, what we're going to talk about. I'm super excited about the subject that we have kind of outlined for ourselves today. Um, I think you want to jump in and oh, yeah. say some, uh, bring up or revisit a couple of last episodes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So my, I, I just love the inner workings of my mind and how, you know, we just, we are, we wing it here and we improv and then my mind goes off on a tangent and I forget what the hell it was. I was trying to say, but last week I was talking about the Apple TV show called shrinks or shrinking or God, I can't remember the name of it now. Anyway, it's about shrinks. It's about therapy. And it's got a great, great cast. And Harrison Ford plays like the head therapist. And I was off on this tangent because Kim had just talked about crying in the shower. And we were, you know, and and it just made me remember this episode. And I don't want to have a spoiler alert, but there was something on the show. I think it's called Shrinks. um, Where he's talking to his client and she's just like really into this guy. And he's a real asshole. And she breaks up with him. He gets her to, you know, break up with him. And then he gets, then she gets back with him, which I've been known to do, get back with assholes. I'm sure our listeners can, some of our listeners can relate. Anyway, and I was trying to, uh, right. I was trying to uh, talk about a method that he called, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's either a bloop or a bleep. And, and what it meant was like a moment in time where you just shift the consciousness. And this morning on the drive here, I was listening to, is it Jay Shetty? Shetty. Shetty. Jay Shetty. I love how I mispronounce things. Uh, interviewing Drew Barrymore on his show, On Purpose, I think is the name of his show. Great show. And um, there I go, going off again. But she was talking about how she never stays stuck. And I feel the same way. Like I've learned how to get unstuck quickly, how to realize and have my emotions and go through the process, but then shift my shit, right? We talked about that, shift my consciousness. And she doesn't use the word shift her consciousness, but what she said was get up, do the dishes. That'll definitely, cleaning definitely shifts her energy and, uh, I know it's hard to believe Drew does her dishes, but I'm sure she does. And that also putting on music and shaking your ass is a great way to shift. 
And it just, it's sort of, anyway, I wanted to let you know, Kim, and my listeners, and our listeners out there, that yes, I may have forgotten, but I did remember, and I came back to it. So you only temporarily lose your mind. I only temporarily lose my mind. Like and it could be because I'm constantly shifting my reality and shifting my consciousness out of the negative and into the positive. Ooh, that's a fun concept. I even ponder, but... Yeah, yeah, just when something's not going right and you're stuck in it, and we talked about that so much in such a good way last episode, um, just changing up the energy, change up the energy, whatever it takes, and it could be something teeny tiny like doing the dishes or whatever. Or just walking out the front door, yeah, yeah, just yeah. taking a walk down the block. Yeah. You know, I, I'm a, you know, big on just move. Yeah. Move the other. There's a woman I used to know a long time ago called, uh, her name was Karen Roche Carter. And she wrote a book. She's a feng shui. I'm sure she's still doing feng shui. It's like 15 years ago. And she wrote a book called, ah, no, um, Move Your Stuff, Change Your Life. I'm pretty sure that's the name of it. If not, I'll retract that's next a, week. That's a good Move Your Stuff, a, Change Your Life. And it's, it's literally like, even a piece of furniture in your house, if you're, you know, feeling stagnant in your house, even if you move it a quarter of an inch, you just move it a little, it will shift the energy. Oh, that's, oh my gosh, that's so true. When I uh, was a single mom and had two little kids and zero money to do anything about my house, um, I did have, well, back then, $20 is all it cost. It's a lot more now, but I would go to Home Depot and buy a can of paint and just change a wall. And that, isn't that great? Did the trick. It yeah. really, really did. Yeah, and right now, as we are still in the spring cleaning energy, decluttering, man, decluttering your house, decluttering your mind. It's interesting, you know, I just decluttered the whole backyard, remodeled the whole backyard, and just brought a bunch of crap back into my backyard. No. And my fiance no. is like, really, Isabella? Really? Really, Isabella, like you, we just cleared this space. And I'm like, yeah, but we, we needed chairs. There's nothing to sit on. Like I can't just have this open space. And anyway. Yeah. So decluttering. Ha ha ha. Yeah. Decluttering Decluttering. your energy. Decluttering your life, decluttering your energy and moving on to love lives, which I I can't believe we just went from there to there, but decluttering your love life. So, decluttering your energy and cord cutting. Yeah, so so for those of you out there that this is a new concept and you've never heard of cords, let me school you a little bit. And for those of you who do know about cords, uh, we will get to the cutting in a moment. But many times we can cord to people, places, and things. How do we do that? We do that by, you know, a variety of ways, right? Making love, you can get courted through making love. Having a heartfelt connection with somebody, you can cord like that. A car accident, you can be courted to the trauma. You can be courted to a past life. You can be courted positively. You can be courted negatively. But the truth of the matter is you only want to be courted to yourself. You do not want to be courted to another. And I'm constantly making sure that I'm not courted to my lover, my fiance. I, I, I want to be only in my own divine line. And it's a concept. 
right? It's a concept, your divine line, your connection to heaven and earth, the universe, the stars, Pachimama, Mother Earth, the crystals beneath the earth. How do you want to run your divine line and take a look at how you, as an octopus, especially women, especially as women, and we have our tentacles in so many different arenas, how do we, at the end of the day, bring all that back in and breathe? Cords are super powerful. Um, and if you don't know that they're there, they can manipulate your emotions, your, your, your thinking, your feeling, everything. Absolutely. And, and again, you don't even know why it's happening. It's kind of like being under psychic attack. And it's a really good thing to, you know, sort of check out, check in with. And if you don't know how to, to remove cords yourself, then find, find someone who, find someone who knows that can. how to and, do it. And we're going to give you some tips today on can, how to do it yourself. Yeah, you can do it um, yourself. Right? But sometimes, like I said, there might be a past life and there might be such a deep connection. And that it's, you know, it can be challenging. I've done a lot of cord cutting ceremonies for people um, through, you know, a, a variety of different, for a variety of different reasons. But really, first off, seeing if you're feeling stuck, right? Are you stuck connected to a past experience? Are you stuck feeling sad and lonely and heartbroken over a love? Are you in a relationship that you really know is toxic and you need to get out of? So, so those are the first, right? So writing down any awarenesses you might have after this show or during this show. For me, I felt um, the, the chords that I was feeling but not understanding that they were a thing where chords was um, anger and betrayal. Yeah. You can absolutely be corded to emotions. Absolutely. So how do you unhook or uncord on your own before seeking out professional help? You can really like get quiet, write about it, write about where you think the cord might be connected to, and you can literally feel what chakra it might be associated with. And if you need to know about more about chakras, go to shamanisabella.com. There's a blog on my page all about chakras and how to clear them uh, under the blog section. But right now, if you want to take a moment and just feel your energy, feel your first to seventh chakra and see where you might feel a little tug or a little pull. And it might not be in the seven chakras. It might be around your body or in your hands or out the top of your head. You know, wherever it is you're feeling a little pull toward this person, place, or thing, and literally take a breath and just say, I claim all my energy back to me now. I decord, I unhook from this situation, and I bring all my cords, all my energy into my own body. And anybody else's cord I'm holding on to and anything else I'm corded to that I don't know about, I release them now. And as we've been teaching, blow, just take that breath. And shift. I was um, married for 12 years and had two kids. And it, uh, that whole relationship ended in some pretty rough um, addiction, not mine. Um, so the marriage ended, and it was a pretty bad scene. And 
I needed to get out of it. I needed to separate from this person. Some really bad stuff had gone down, but he was not interested in separating. It took about three years for the divorce to um, actually play through because he fought it the whole time. It was very, very unhealthy. Um, at the same time, within the same year, my best friend who lived two houses down from me, um, her marriage also ended and she had three little kids. I had two, and we just kind of co-parented together. Uh, in this, you know, the kids would just run up and down the block from house to house. But um, she and I began sort of just miraculously, strangely, unplanned this um, this very spiritual journey. I don't know. I think it was she that discovered this concept of cord cutting um, through reading or listening or something. Someone she met. And we went to a Kundalini master um, here in LA and, and had this energetic cord removal. It was kind of ceremony. But she also taught us to do it ourselves. And then we would go home and literally get knives out of the drawer <laughs> and cut them off each other. And of course, Figuratively, you know, you're just sort of symbolically severing this yeah. energy coming off your body. Uh, for me, I, I specifically remember, you know, coming like these, like it's like tentacles, like you said, yeah. coming yeah. out of my heart chakra out the front, but even stronger out the back. So between my shoulder blades. Yeah. yeah. And I would feel that and I would tell her and she's just you know, cutting away, sawing away. And I would, and then I would do it for her too. And, you know, off the arms, down the shoulder, from the shoulders. And, and, um, it doesn't always it, take just one pass. You know, we, we would do this for months and months and yes, it was crazy. And then we would drink martinis, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever God, it takes, whatever it takes, honestly. Right. But it was a really powerful, um, Again, energetic cleanse for our 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 hearts and souls and um, and the chakras and our emotions. So on that note, realize that that cord could be attached to somebody else. And even if you don't like that person anymore, I always say send white light, forgiveness, and love through that cord before cutting it. Because whatever you put out, you get right back. So if you're sending anger, disappointment, frustration, pissed offness, pissed offness, through that cord before you cut it, then it's kind of, uh, I don't know. I, for me personally, I like to stay in a really high vibe. I like to stay very positive. And I just say white light, forgiveness, and love. And I give that cord back to that person and they can do with it what they will. And then I take my cord and I write self-love and I bring it back into my heart and in my divine line. So, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, so I love it uh, that you used to do that. I used to do that in the beginning, too, with a girlfriend. But I've used our hands. We need to go get knives. Get the <laughs> Get the biggest one in the world. I would just use my hand. I'd be like, cut that cord. I would also like unwrap it. Like I'd take my hand and unwrap it and pull it out and oh, cut I've, it off. I've and seen you Throw do it that. down. And, yeah, I still do it. Yeah, yeah sure. I've seen you do that. What do you think about um, positive cords? Cords of love, like with our kids. I, 
I still think unless you have a handicapped child or a, a, a spouse that is not well, those are the only two times I have found that I couldn't cut a cord or should not cut a cord. So I always, I don't go with what I believe. I go with what spirit tells me. So even if I find a cord and I believe you shouldn't be corded to anything, blah, 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 only be corded to yourself. There are certain instances where decording is not appropriate. So again, seeking out special, uh, uh, special help, seeking out professional help, seeking out somebody who really knows this stuff is, I think, very important. Um, because, you know, you, you um, yeah, you just want to work in a very, very clean way. I don't feel, even if it's positive, that you want to be courted to it. You know, my theory and through my own personal healings that I get for myself, from my healer, is you want to be in the full expression of who you are. You want to be attached to your divine line. You want that divine line anchored into earth and the stars. You want your light as strong as possible. And if you're courted to anything, or if you're outside of your body trying to save somebody or save the world, then you're not in your fullest light. <gasps> I love it. Let it ring. You can ring my bell. Ring my bell. Ding-a-ling-a-ling. Woo! Um, oh God, I love our show. We're just, we're here at the Modern Shaman Restaurant in downtown Whittier. Come on and grab a bite to eat and yeah. bump into uh, okay. one of us. What the hell were we talking about? But, no, just know. kidding. Um, okay. Wait, <laughs> Isabella. I know, I know do what you, to do. I, do you believe in soulmates? Yes, absolutely, I do. And people always ask me about twin flames, and I'm like, um, I don't know. I don't know a lot about twin flames, but I do believe we have more than one soulmate. I do believe you can find them. Um, I know I have people listening that want to get out of relationship, and I got people listening that want to get in relationship. And the um, most beautiful card from the Good Vibes Positive Affirmation deck that I pulled this morning was, once you let go, your life takes flight. Mm -hmm. So let go of all of that. Let go of how you think you should walk in the world or what you think should happen for you. The universe always has something better in store. And if you're in a relationship and you're feeling stuck, take stock. Write down what's working and what's not. The pros and cons list works every time. And if the cons outweigh the pros. And if you're a woman and you feel, this is going to make me cry, and you feel like you can't support yourself and you feel like you can't leave because of the kids and you feel like you don't, you came from a broken family, so you don't want to create a broken family. Trust me. Trust the universe. When you take charge of your life, and you have more self-worth and self-care for yourself rather than giving all your power away to a lover. And this can go in either direction. This could be for a man in an abusive relationship with a woman. I mean, it can be either way, right? Then the universe will step in and support you. You really just have to have faith in yourself, faith in your ability to do more. I mean, I, it was very challenging for me to leave my husband. 
It was, and it was death that uh, took him away from me. And I always said God did for me what I couldn't do for myself because every time I left, I'd go back to this abusive situation. So I've been there, and I know how challenging and difficult it is. But once I made that break, and then once I, you know, became pregnant with my youngest, I found ways. I had nothing. I mean, I, I was I was on the streets. I, I had nothing. I went and I went back to school and I got grants and I found a room and I lived in a room and I and I got support and I found help and I reached out. And, you know, it's difficult to ask for help, but there is strength in being vulnerable. I remember um, uh, toward very uh, towards the end of my marriage, and I was kind of looking for guidance or help from my grandma, my Mimi, who my daughter is named after. She told me, you know, Kim, don't leave him. You, it, oh, God. I know, I know. Bless your heart, grandma, grandma, grandma. Jeez, don't leave him. You'll just be worse off. That's what she told me. And so, you know, you, people, yeah, people tell you things that are not helpful and you just have to find your own way. Um, I wanted to jump back and say, I don't actually, I don't know if I believe in soulmates. I believe, I believe souls come here to, to help each other and hold each other's hands. I would say that, you know, like about my daughter and me or, and separately my son and me. Um, but I do strongly believe that we come here with agreements that are pre-worked out. And like the agreement, I was told um, by a woman who reads Akashic Records, which has given me so much, shed so much light on the twists and turns of my life. I love it. But um, she told me that I was, I came in to this life with three agreements or, or to me, three people that I had made agreements to have serious relationships as in marriage. I just completely missed the first one. We just missed the boat on each other. Interesting. And then the second one was meant to be. be. Yeah. yeah, So the second one was meant to be, but ended, uh, devolved, you know, horribly. But that was the lesson. It's not a bad thing. It was hard and it, and you wouldn't have your children without that. And I wouldn't have my children. Yeah. They were all part of it. You know, I, I never want to have kids. I don't even <laughs> like kids. I can't really be around kids. I don't get them. We're so different. That is just the truth. That's so cool. And when I met this man, I knew within three months, three, sorry, three weeks of meeting him that I would have children with him. I just, you know, like there was... It was a tractor beam. There was no way out of it. We were going to be get together. And I don't know why. I saw red flags. I should have run for the hills. But I did it. I did it for 12 but years. But you had a soul contract. We had a and contract. You that's, that's what it is. Exactly. And then the third one came along and now we're married. So And he's lovely and I think he's your soulmate. He, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah. See? For sure. See, and now you believe in soulmates. And you know what's interesting? (laughs) No, he, yeah. You just evolved. He's (laughs) definitely um, somebody, having said all that just now, I do not feel corded to him whatsoever. No, you're not. I'm I'm not. You know. And that is so cool. It's refreshing, right? Yes, it's freeing. 
compared to all the other shit and the scar tissue. This is completely different. Yeah. It is a situa- it's, it's a relationship where we don't care what each other does. That and to me that it's freeing. It sounds weird, but it is true. I give him the freedom to do whatever he wants, except for cheat. I'll fucking kill you. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's a, that's, a, that's a show for another time. Yeah. That is a show for another time. Um, you know, I've never, I've never cheated. I've never been cheated on. Ever. You're a lucky, lucky Isn't girl. Isn't that, I think that's very unusual. So it? I really want to touch before we end. Okay. It is. Uh, yeah, it is very unusual, especially in this day and age. I can't say the same. Uh, so, on both fronts. But I want to touch on the people that are in relationships that they think they can live with they, they want to work it out mm-hmm. again the pros and cons list and like there's a little thing you can do because what normally is happening is you're not listening to each other or you're not feeling heard and if you make time to sit down at the table with a timer and allow the one person to talk for a certain amount of time and the other person doesn't interrupt can take notes or whatever and then the next person has the same amount of time to express all their feelings, the other person can take notes, and then discuss what the two people said after is very, very healing. So it's a great relationship exercise to feel heard, to be heard, and to take time, especially if you're busy and you've got kids and you're running ragged. Um, And again, uh, find those chords and be in the full light and power of who you are and reflect that to your partner so they can reflect a mirror back to you. That's beautiful. Yeah. So scary. Yeah, well, I mean, with Lisa, I really feel that uh, that is what we're doing. We're, we laugh a lot. We don't really argue. We kibitz a bit and go back and forth. But we always come from a place of love. At the end of the day, we're always, like, you know, checking on ourselves and checking on our energy and making sure that we honored the day and honored the, the partner and honored, honored the partnership. And it, it's why I stuck with him for so long. Like why this on again, off again, finally 2020 saying, I, I do, you know, I, I will marry you. is because I knew, I, I knew when I first met him that he was my guy. Like he just has this energy about him that is spectacular and matches my energy so well. So you came in with a, a soul contract, oh, with absolutely. an agreement. Absolutely. You feel it, right? When it's when it's At a real deal, you feel yeah. it. You just know it's it's very cool. Yeah. Yay, what a great show. I really like today's show. I do too. I'm looking forward. We have a guest May 1st. Her name is Ariel Astoria. I hope that I am saying that correctly. She's written a book called The Unfolding. <laughs> An invitation to come home to yourself. So I love that title. And um, I had actually thought of writing a book called Unfolding a Collection of Women's Stories when we first started this podcast. And so when I heard her on the radio, I thought I've got to get her on the show. So looking forward to that May 1st. Again, April 29th, I will be at the Anaheim Convention Center for the Mindfulness Expo, which is a really fun day that Saturday. Um, we're doing the Despacho Ceremony online May 5th, and we're jumping into the New Moon Series June 18th, and you can find all that 
soon. I don't have it up yet, <laughs> but it'll be there soon. The Spasha ceremonies are so cool, everybody. They're so great. They are so good for, for um, letting go of no, what no longer serves. God. And if you don't know what that is, it is a Peruvian prayer bundle. Yes, yes. And we do them here at the Modern Shaman. Yeah, it's a little ceremony. So it's not a little ceremony. It's a big it's, ceremony. It's a big ceremony, and, um, and Isabella does them so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Well, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of A Modern Shaman. Bye, <laughs> Bye. Please keep, please keep sending us your stories. We love to read them. Have a beautiful day. Or week. Bye. Year. Year.